Hi, I'm Dr. Jillian Murphy, a naturopath, healthy-ish lifestyle architect, body joy seeker, and French fry activist. And you're listening to 100% healthy-ish. Here's the thing. As a naturopath and an intuitive eating health at every size health coach, I have seen every angle and end of the health conversation. And after years of clinical and coaching experience, I've developed a framework for feeling good and having fun that I know you're gonna love. To be healthy-ish, we move beyond the boring basics and consider some ish you have never thought of before when it comes to your health. Are you ready? It's gonna be fun. Let's go. Today, we are going to talk about food. The last episode that went live was with Sarah Britton, and we were talking about this major food shift that happened with her, and it really highlighted the importance of food in our lives. That said, I think that we all know that food can become a hyperfixation, and at Healthy-ish, we are trying to find the ish, the middle ground, the beautiful midpoint of engaging and being intentional with our food without being rigid and restrictive and diety. And so today I wanted to talk a little bit about what that looks like from the healthiest perspective, what I am considering when I'm thinking about food and your healthiest blueprint or plan, and some specifics from some recent blueprints that I've put together to give you some really specific examples of some of the directions that we might go when it comes to food and blueprints. So today's all about food. Here we go. Forget healthy. It's time to get healthy-ish. This is the cashmere and chocolate sauce of health plans for busy, bougie women like you who are ready to feel vibrant without giving up any of the adventure or croissants life has to offer. I'm Dr. Jillian Murphy, and I'm over here disrupting the wellness industry, offering up something completely unique that's desperately needed in the wellness space. I have seen every angle of this health world shiz, from naturopathic diets and protocols to intuitive eating and weight-neutral healthcare. I have been trained in and taught in all of it over the past 16 years, and here's the truth. Hyper-focusing on food restriction, exercise, and weight loss to achieve energy, radiance, and vitality doesn't work. Ambivalence about food, exercise, and body to achieve energy, radiance, and vitality doesn't work either. So what does? Welcome to the Healthiest Life one-on-one deep dive, a bespoke coaching experience to create your personal magical formula for health, one that's juicy, Focus on all the things you love and helps you create the most dope version of yourself instead of burning you out or boring you to tears. I'm going to help you break down the constant disconnect between healthy and happy so that you can finally put toxic internalized beliefs and behaviors behind you, actually enjoy taking care of yourself, and start living a big, bold, beautiful life. We'll look at food and movement, yes, but so much more. Like the core of yourself, your mindset, your environment, your clothes, your fridge, so that you can feel good in and about your body. The Healthiest One-on-One Deep Dive is my first ever five-month program that goes in-depth on every aspect of your life with some outside help from supportive life-enhancing experts. 
Plus, you get a completely tailored to you, healthy-ish blueprint that'll lay out your entire master plan for both during our work together and long after we part ways as you ride off into the sunset in a sexy pair of jeans. Here's what's included. Your 10 plus page healthy-ish blueprint. A 60-minute human design deep dive on you, how you operate, how you balance your energy, and your best ways to eat and move. Ongoing health coaching and accountability. High-level coaching from one to two other expert collaborators in the areas where you could use the most support. Personal assistance support and boxer access to me as needed. The expert collaborators are leaders in the health field who will be handpicked by me and approved by you to address areas in your healthiest blueprint where you could use more support. Think style, speaking, visibility, naturopathic medical, hormone hot takes, and more. Remember, this is not just about a health plan. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to the link in the show notes and click on work with Dr. Jill for more juicy details. You're going to fill out an application form. There is no obligation here. Easy breezy. Fill out the application form. And if you're approved, you and I are going to hop on a quick call, no pressure, quick zoom to see if it's a good fit, if you and I are a good fit, and if the work is a good fit for you. Bonus, the first three people to sign up in this spring quarter are going to get up to $1,000 of lab work for free so that we can make their, your <laughs> super customized healthiest blueprint even more specific to you. All right. Can you imagine if we got to work together? It'd be absolutely incredible. The first thing that I want to say about this episode, one of the big reasons that I wanted to record it is because I think that when it comes to being anti-diet in your approach to food, there's a feeling like there is only one option, intuitive eating. And I love intuitive eating. I have taught intuitive eating and competent eating, both research-driven, internally-led um, frameworks for eating for years, years and years. Um, but for many people, it's not enough. Many of the people that I've worked with either it's never been enough, they need something that has a little more structure or direction, or eventually they get to the point where they feel a bit stuck with it. And they feel like whether it's that a new health condition has popped up or feelings in their body that they're struggling to manage, they want to get more specific. And it feels hard to do when it comes to food. And so that is something that I am trying to tackle head on with Healthy-ish. We are no longer shying away from it. We are opening up the door to the possibility that some people need to limit some foods and um, are, are able to restrict, quote unquote, restrict in certain ways with the right motivation and the right framework and the right emotional support. And we are offering up a whole new set of, you know, genuinely internally driven, internally led eating with just a little bit more direction and intention and engagement. Uh, I will say that for some people, they find this in intuitive eating. And so if you're one of those people, amazing, you know, you, this isn't for you. You know, if you have dabbled with intuitive eating and you've been able to find all the direction and 
all the gentle nutrition that you need within it, that's perfect. Well done. That's amazing. Um, this is for people who have found that there's just not enough direction in there for them. The other thing that I want to just give some context to before we get into this is where does food fit in the healthy-ish framework? Because if you went back and listened to you know, how this approach is different, there's a podcast on that. I'll link to it in the show notes. Um, I can't remember what it's called. Let me just see. Actually, I just want to tell you exactly what it's called. Um, Connecting the dots, what no one else in the health field is doing. That's the title of the episode. So I'll link to it in the show notes. But I really talk about these four areas that I focus on, regardless of what the health status of an individual is, or the the health concerns are, or what the ultimate goals are with body and food and, and life. Um, we are looking at things from an incredibly holistic perspective, where we are connecting the dots um, between things that are sometimes seemingly unconnected when it comes to well-being. So we are looking at body, we are looking at sensuality and cycle, we are looking at space and place, and we are looking at mind, energy, and soul. And if you want more information on each of those categories, you can go to the work with me page on my website. I'll link to that in the show notes, or you can just go back to that episode and I talk it all out. But, you know, food falls into the body category, but I want to point out that it's not even its own category, right? Like it falls under body and under body, we are looking at things like food, but we're also looking at movement, supplements, body image, like food is a piece of the puzzle, a piece of a piece of the puzzle, if that makes sense. So yes, it's important. Yes, it is in, you know, I look at it in every single blueprint, but there is so much less space for hyper fixating on food in this model and for putting too much pressure on perfect eating to fix your life and fix your body. Because this is where women stay stuck in, in cycles of like, never ending waiting and doom and gloom. I call it like the DMV of health where we're forever waiting for just food to be a little more perfect or like weight or body to be a little more perfect to be able to be well and move on with life. I want to break that cycle. I want to completely shatter these old ways of thinking about what it takes to be well. And so just to put it in context, like we are looking at so much more than food when it comes to a blueprint. But for the sake of this episode, I want to talk about what I am looking at when it comes to food. So what I'm what I'm thinking about, what I'm considering, and then I'm going to share some examples from recent blueprints so that you can get some really concrete um, ideas about what it might look like. And again, none of these examples are going to be exactly what you would get. You are likely going to get something completely different, something totally unique to you. I just want to get you thinking about what might be possible within a healthy-ish blueprint for you. So what am I thinking about or looking at when it comes to food and a healthy-ish blueprint? The first thing I will say is before we ever even meet to put your 10 plus page healthy-ish blueprint master plan together. I do a long intake form 
to get a really good feel for your history with food, when things have been really good, when things have been not so hot. And then I also do an eating assessment. So I have, because I've trained with Ellen Satter, I have permission to use her ECSI 2.0. And I use that to get a very good feel for four incredibly important areas of food and eating, which which involves looking at your food attitude, your food acceptance skills, your internal regulation and contextual skills, which is like how good you are at cooking for yourself and grocery shopping and making sure you get food when you're hungry and making sure you've got snacks packed. And, you know, it's sort of like the logistics of eating. So that's the first thing is I am gathering so much information. Second thing is I am looking not only at the way that you eat from the perspective of assessments, I'm looking at it from a nutritional sufficiency. So just like a very naturopathic sort of traditional dietetic kind of perspective. Um, I am looking at it from a human design perspective, which is like completely different. Like I am assessing and I'll talk about in one of the examples, you know, I'm a cold thirst person. Cold is weirdly important to my digestion. Other people that I work with are consecutive appetite people, or, um, you know, there are people who are led by very specific senses in their human design. I am looking at your natal chart. Like, I want to know what is happening in your natal chart. Like, what is your sun and your moon and your rising signs and how is your body functioning? And what are the areas of your body that are going to be you know, more susceptible to health conditions, looking at it from that sort of astrological perspective. And then we also do some testing. So in addition to the eating assessment, um, depending on who you are and what you choose to do, we may do laboratory testing, which might play into or inform the nutritional work that we do. So it's this combination of like really thorough intake and assessment objective testing, really sort of mainstream sufficiency and and nutritional requirements, and then this more energetic woo of human design and the natal chart. It is a very holistic look. Um, The one other thing that I will say that plays into the way that I specifically, as a naturopathic doctor and a naturopathic doctor who works with eating disorders, I'm also very aware of how foods might be affecting your body. And I'm also looking at these like binge restrict purge patterns and how they show up in different people, not just with food, but also in their lives and how, how, um, you know, binge patterns in your life might lead to restriction with your food, etc. So it's like this very complex, very holistic, almost mind map of information and experience and knowledge that I am bringing to the table when it comes to assessing your eating. Like this is not basic bitch, like here's a diet plan based on calories or macros. This is so much bigger than that. And then the other thing is that within food work and the healthiest blueprint, I am willing to entertain all of it. So what do I mean by that? 
I mean, even as an anti-diet intuitive eating coach, I am very willing to say, when was the last time you ate and you felt good eating? And if you say, I was intermittent fasting, or I was paleo, or I was um, doing a, a, a sugar reset, or whatever it was, I'm not going to deny that as a possibility of something that felt really good to you. I'm going to explore it. I'm going to want to break down why it didn't last, because I'm assuming if you're working with me, there's something that hasn't lasted, that hasn't really worked. I'm going to scrub it of like restrictive diet culture pieces. There's going to be a lot of like re-education and understanding why something can feel good and then fall apart, or it can feel good and then stop feeling good and how we can work your body through those cycles. And then I'm going to turn it into something that is enjoyable and nourishing and abundant and flexible and sustainable. Um, within the healthiest blueprints, I'm also really considering a lot of tactical stuff. Like just how do you set up your fridge? Is it set up to make eating easy? What about your schedule? Do you, do you find it easy to make a shopping list? Do you need support in that? Do you need cooking classes, right? And then of course, I don't know why I sort of like, I'm thinking about this now, but definitely within that more more conventional nutrition perspective, I'm thinking about things like fiber and fat. And I, I sort of call it the Fs, like fiber, fat, fresh, and then protein, which isn't an F, you know, but like those are the four things that I'm really looking for and looking to build into your plan. Fiber, fat, fresh, and then some protein. So again, the way, the perspective with which I'm looking at food is very different and so incredibly holistic on all levels. Okay. I want to keep this episode nice and short for you. So I'm going to give you uh, five examples of specific food work I have done in recent healthy-ish blueprints. So the first one, actually, I didn't mention this already, but the, the first example I'll give is that I, this was someone who came to me looking, you know, we did a full healthy-ish blueprint, but one of the major things was getting a recent diagnosis of high blood pressure and having a real scare with her medical doctor and just basically being handed like a lose weight kind of idea. And so we did this like really holistic, thorough intake. We we're looking at the energetic and the tangible, um, <clears throat> excuse me. And I put together a like food recommendations that, you know, to start with, were really all about managing the high blood pressure. So very specific food recommendations for that, as well as some bigger picture food recommendations with the plan that once these things were in place, we would actually put a longer, a longer term food plan um, in place. So I didn't mention that if there's a health condition, I'm also considering that that can be part of your healthiest blueprint and specifically with food. So I'm going to make anti-diet, you know, sometimes restrictive, but for the right reasons, but mostly add in abundant, really joyful food strategies for managing health conditions. So that's something that came up. Um, there was a blueprint that I did recently where I actually built a, a three-week reset into the plan. Like this person was feeling very bad 
had reported really enjoying a specific kind of quote unquote detox in the past. And we spent a long time, we talked about it, we pulled it apart, we talked about the aspects of it that were problematic. And I took it and I sort of tweaked it and rebuilt it with the right motivation. And I put it in her healthiest blueprint. I'm actually thinking about um, making a more reproducible version of this that anyone could participate in to get a feeling for healthy-ish um, without getting a one-on-one -on -one customized blueprint. So just like a three-week reset where you could sample this work in a, in a short-term way. And then after that, again, there was recommendations for when these three weeks are up, there was lots of education around here's what's going to start to happen in your body. And here's what no one has taught you in the past about why your body, it doesn't matter how good it feels on this reset. Here's all the things that no one has taught you about why your body is going to start to demand different and want different things. And you're going to want to resist it because our culture is so fixated on restriction and loving restriction. And the idea of being more permissive and abundant is always thought of as somehow a failure. But here's how you're going to move into abundance at just the right moment, just when you need it, so that you continue to feel amazing. So that's the second thing, a reset, an actual reset, but not from a diet perspective, from a feel amazing in your body perspective. The third example of, a, of, of just like one food recommendation among many that were in a recent blueprint was again dictated or directed by human design. And I'm going to have an episode that goes live with Alex Morinello in a few weeks. And so I feel like it's okay to say Alex's name because she talks about it in this episode. But her human design, like literally late night eating is part of her human design. Like that's part of her ideal digestion. And so I offered that up to her after a big intake and lots of assessment and, you know, pulling apart are you binge eating at night? Are you restricting during the day? Where is this all coming from? What's happening? And it's so interesting because she had been on an intuitive eating journey and had found herself eating late at night and was doubting her intuition and the and the and her ability to eat intuitively because this idea of eating late at night was in such contrast and opposition to what we think of as as traditionally good nutrition and good eating. And so it was so much fun to bring this human design aspect into the blueprint and to be able to say, no, 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 your body loves this. And again, once we've scrubbed the behaviors of diet culture or binge purge restrict or all of these other bad patterns, there's something in here that is very true to you and it's right for you. And, and your body's actually energetically going to function better when you listen. So that was kind of amazing. Same vein, um, my fourth example is someone who has a consecutive appetite in their human design. And these are individuals who tend to, you know, need to eat things sort of separately. So they need to eat things like like charcuterie boards are really good for them or very simple meals like fresh beautiful 
gorgeous ingredients are great for these individuals, but they don't need really opulent, complicated meals. It's like steak and potatoes and green beans. And they sort of like eat the steak and then eat all the green beans and then eat all the potatoes, right? And so I built an entire healthy-ish food plan around breakfasts, lunches, and dinners that would be simple and easy to create for someone with consecutive appetite as their as their best digestion. And it was like recipes, it was specific ideas, it was all of the above, which was really fun. And then my last example, interestingly, is a plan where I did almost nothing when it came to food. So this person came to me feeling like she wasn't eating correctly, but also when we dug into the intake and the assessment, like her eating competence was really good. Um, she felt actually very solid and confident in the way that she was eating in a lot of ways. And while I could tell that there was some things in there, some fine tuning that needed to be done, what was bigger than that and more important was how she sees her body. And it's interesting because when we feel badly about our bodies, our bodies become continual proof that we're messing up when it comes to self-care and food and movement. And so my biggest instinct was we need to clean this up. And when we clean this up, what's going to bubble to the surface is any fine tuning that needs to happen with food. And there might be a little, or there might be a lot, and we're not sure. Because at the moment, the lens that this person, the, you know, the lenses that are over her eyes is my body is proof that I'm doing something wrong. And when that lens is on, it's impossible to sort of like objectively assess. Am I actually eating in an internally led way? Or am I just stuck in old habits that aren't helpful? Right? So sometimes in an initial blueprint, and I will say not so much with the a la carte, with the a la carte offer that I have, we're going to meet. I'm going to do all of the beautiful assessment stuff that I talked about here. And I'm going to put together a blueprint, a really thorough, gorgeous blueprint for you. And then we'll do like a, a follow-up after to check in on how you're doing and fine-tune things. And you'll get the audio where I talk you through the blueprint. It's amazing. But with the bigger one-on-one healthy-ish life deep dive, there's time for me to refine and fine-tune your blueprint. And, you know, we're working together for like five or six months. So often we need to like update the blueprint by the end of that time. We've worked through certain things, things that felt really big and pressing and, and urgent are all of a sudden not that big of a deal. And we can work on more long-term goals and plans when it comes to food and, and the whole body really. So that's it. That's it, for, that's it for me today. I just wanted to give you some insights some behind the scenes scoop on what food might look like. And again, these are not the only possibilities. These are five of a million and one ways that we might work with food when it comes to you and your body and your life in your healthiest blueprint. All right, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, Could you do me a favor? Could you subscribe first and foremost? Could you rate and review the podcast? It makes such a big difference. Could you share it with a few friends? 
Um, anything that you can do to support this healthy-ish message is just so appreciated. Um, until next time, have a great day.